Have the children been dismissed? Not yet. Children, you may be dismissed for Sunday school. Praise God. We serve a crazy good God. Um, I'd like to say a couple things before I go too much further and before I forget, because I've forgotten three times, but um, we, have, we have a good, a good problem that we're trying to address. Um, I've noticed Sundays, our parking lot's starting to get more full. So what I'd like to ask of you, a couple different things. I'd like to ask all those that are young and able-bodied, that if you could either park along the fence line or park on the outside of the church this way so that there's room for the older couples, and I'm still young, so I don't consider myself old, but also that we leave room for visitors. So what I'd like to do is... Yeah. So what I'd like to say is right along this pave, just on the outside of the building here, if you park nose in, as if you're going to run into the garden there, but you're not, you're going to stop ahead of time. But park there, and then park as many of you can, nose in to the chain link fence. And we may address this again as it goes forward. Yeah. There's, there's about two or, th no, not the young people along the church, and there's going to be two or three spots here for uh, handicap right outside so that they have access on the pavement, not on the gravel. So if you could just help us out on that, that would be great. But that's a good, ex that's a good problem, isn't it? Amen. Um, I'm going to share the word this morning. I, anybody here got an impossible situation? Anybody here have literally an impossible situation? Okay? I'm not asking you to think positive and go, well, it's impossible, but with God it's possible. No. Is there something you're looking at right now that you go, you know what? This is impossible. Okay. Because I believe God's got a word for you today. And I often think of the word impossible as almost a word that's actually possible, but I just don't want to try hard enough. You know, like, well, it's impossible for me to achieve this. No, it's possible, it just means I have to get up earlier, or I have to, to put this aside or that aside. But I want to talk today about things that are actually impossible. Something that if you looked at, you would say, you know what, it's not a matter of me working 75 hours a week. It's not a matter of me getting this. It's not a matter of me achieving this. It's not a matter of a promotion. It's not a matter of, of favor. It literally is impossible. Literally impossible. A healing needs a miracle. The word cancer the word cancer. That's an impossible word when we look at it, but with God it's possible. And I thank God for science, and I thank God for the people that give their heart to, to research cancer. I just heard this week of somebody that I love dearly having a second bout with cancer. I'm not satisfied. 
I am not satisfied. And as I was studying to preach this morning, I came across this verse, and, and I want to talk about joy, if you didn't figure that out already. Actually, it was funny, when they were worship leading, if you didn't read it right, you'd almost think it was oi, because we had Sandra and Martin, okay. Sometimes my mind just has its own thing. Can you turn in your Bibles to Luke chapter 1? I want to talk about the birth of Jesus. We had a little dusting of snow and a few other things, uh, the, the weather, Christmas banquet coming up, and it's starting to look a little bit like Christmas outside. And, and uh, so I, I was looking at the birth of Jesus. The birth of Jesus was a miracle. The birth of Jesus was literally impossible becoming possible. Okay? It was not something that could happen. The birth of Jesus happened once, and there has never been another birth like that. So in 6,000 years of man's history, there's only been one occasion when there's been a birth like Jesus, and that's been Jesus. Okay? That was the impossible being possible. So I want to read a passage to you out of Luke, and I want to encourage you this morning, when you live under the influence of the Holy Spirit, you can expect the impossible. Not the possible with a little bit of effort. I'm talking about the impossible. And I want to build your faith today to expect something that you say is impossible to expect that it will be possible because with God all things are possible. By the way, do you know that you get what you believe? You actually get what you believe. I'm going to read you one verse. I'll give you the, the, the address and you can write it down because this, this was kind of tickled me yesterday. Um, it's in Isaiah 7, verse 9, and it's the last half of that verse. And in that passage, Isaiah is talking to the king of, of Judah who's got a couple kings coming against him. And... Uh, one of them was the king of Israel and another was the king of another area. And it says, the last part of that verse says, if you will not believe, you surely shall not last. You, you get what you believe. If you're not going to believe, you're not going to last. So this morning, God wants you to believe Him. God is passionate and desires people to believe Him. God wants you to believe Him. So Luke chapter 1, and we're going to start in verse 26. Winona and I have done a couple exercises where we've tried to picture ourselves. Imagine yourself in this situation. Imagine yourself sitting down, and this is where the angel comes to, to Mary. Imagine yourself sitting down and watching the angel come into her house. 
Put yourself in there, in this scene. Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph, of the descendants of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming in, it almost makes you think like he just looks like a regular person. And coming in, he says to her, greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was very perplexed at this statement and kept pondering what kind of salutation was this. You should walk into somebody's house one day and go, God bless you, highly favored, God is with you. And then watch their face and say, I'm not an angel, but I'm just trying to talk like one. So she kept pondering what kind of situation this was. The angel said to her, don't be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will have no end. The God that we serve has a kingdom that never will end. You don't serve a time-sensitive God. And Mary says to the angel, how can this be since I'm a virgin? The angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. And for that reason, the Holy Child shall be called the Son of God. The angel answered, just, I want to just read this verse another time. The angel answered and said to her, and I'm going to slow down, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. And for that reason, the holy child shall be called the Son of God. And behold, even your relative Elizabeth, who has also conceived a son in her old age, and she who was called barren, she who was called barren, say was called, because you was called, but you now is called. Somebody used to call you this, but now you are called this. I'm giving you some prophetic words. You want to grab onto these. Somebody used to call you that. They used to call you barren. They used to call you no good. They used to call you illegitimate. They used to call you not enough. They used to say you didn't matter. They used to say you don't have any chance. They used to say not you. They used to say you're the runt of the litter. That's what they used to say. But when God comes, he said you used to be, but now you're not. She was called barren. She was called, why? Because she was. She was old. <laughs> and behold, even your relative Elizabeth, who has also conceived a son in her old age, and she who was called barren is now in her sixth month. God wants to birth something in every single one of you. 
And what the enemy used to say and what people used to say, you are barren, you are fruitless. God wants to say, no, you're in your sixth month and you're going to have a child. So behold, even your relative Elizabeth, who has also conceived a son in her old age, and she who was called barren, is now in her sixth month. For nothing will be impossible with God. Nothing will be impossible with God. Say that with me. Nothing will be impossible with God. Say it again. Nothing will be impossible with God. It's with God, it's not with you. With God, there's nothing that is impossible. With me, there is. With you, there is. With you, you might be barren, but that's what you was. That's not what you is. With God, nothing will be impossible with God. Yeah, Winona and Pastor Brenda will give you an English lesson later because I've messed it all up. (laughs) For nothing will be impossible with God. I'm not stopping there. Watch what happens with Mary. Watch what happens. And if you grab it with your eyes wide open... You might just want to grab it, underline it, highlight it, and start declaring this yourself. And Mary said, Behold, the bond slave of the Lord, may it be done to me according to your word. May it be done to me according to your word. Whose word? God's word. Not the person down the street. Not even your brother or your sister. Not even your employee who says, or employer who says, you're only this far, you're only this qualified, you're only this. But God says, no, that which was barren is now going to be fruitful and it's time for you to have a child. It's time for you to bear fruit. And Mary looks and says, be it unto me according to your word. You want to grab onto this because this is how the impossible with God becomes possible with God. Sorry, the impossible with man becomes possible with God. I look at the impossible this morning differently than I used to. Because when you look at the word impossible, take the first two letters, I am possible. Put God into the equation. The great I am possible. That which used to be barren is no longer barren, but you have now conceived And you are bringing forth a child. Something is birthing in you. And the Holy Spirit is alive in that birthing process. In fact, the Holy Spirit is the one that causes the birthing to happen. Literally, 
In Mary, it was the Holy Spirit that caused her to be conceived. The Holy Spirit, when you walk under the influence of the Holy Spirit, and I don't mean just about the influence as in, oh, I feel the influence. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about an influence like, oh, just, I'm talking about an influence that it's every fiber of my body is influenced by the Holy Spirit. That you can't look at me and distinguish between David and the Holy Spirit because you don't know if it's David talking or the Holy Spirit talking. I'm not interested in putting it on and putting it off. I'm interested in having him all the time with me. And when the Holy Spirit is within you all the time, everything you do oozes out and comes out and you sweat the poor sweat of the Holy Spirit in you. The sweat that you produce is actually anointed. If you don't think so, they took cloths that Paul had and they anointed him. Them. Paul touched them. What did he touch? He touched a piece of fabric. Now, we're going to keep going here. Yes, this still is exciting. This goes on. I talked to, to a young lady that's going to have a child in another few months this morning. Melanie, speak to your child. Shawnine, speak to your child. Justin, speak to your child. I'm serious. Speak to your child. Michael, speak to your child. Chelsea, Daniel, speak to your child. Speak. You speak God's word. The child hears it. Okay? I'm not trying to give you a scientific thing. I'm giving you a biblical thing. The child hears the child recognizes the voices of those around you. Listen to what happens. After Mary says, God, I'm going to take what you said. Be it unto me according to your word. This is when you live under the influence of the Holy Spirit, the impossible starts to become possible. That which was dead starts to live. That which was written off starts to be rewritten. That which people say will never happen turns around and it happens. And it's not because of you, it's because of God. Because with God all things are possible. And so Mary says, be it unto me according to your word. Then watch what happens when she takes the word that she's been giving and she starts to walk with it. Imagine this, Brother Dave, walking into McDonald's. Because that's what I'm believing for, what I'm about to read. And if some of you like to go to Starbucks, that's fine. We'll allow you to go there too. <laughs> but imagine this, everything you touch, everywhere you go, the Holy Spirit is there. Okay, he's not like I put you on at 7 o'clock when I wake up. No, he's with me when I'm sleeping. Everything and everywhere I go. So Mary decides to go visit her cousin Elizabeth in verse 39. So she arises and goes in a hurry to the hill country to a city of Judah and enters the house of Zacharias and greets 
listen, this is what effect you have when you decide to align and agree with the impossible, okay? She agrees with the impossible, something that's never happened before and will never happen again, but she says, be it unto me according to what you say. Look at what happens when you sign up and you say, it's what you say, God. I'm going to do it and I'm going to live it. Watch what happens. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, she doesn't see her. She hears her greeting. Your voice. She hears her voice. The baby leaped in her womb. Your child will leap inside of you. Melanie, the child, I know you're talking to Michael, but I want to say something to you. <laughs> the child's going to leap inside of you. You carry the Holy Spirit. Chelsea, you carry the Holy Spirit with you. And Daniel, and when he speaks, you speak God's word, and the baby inside of you hears God's word. He hears the Holy Spirit. And Mary walks in and says, Hey, Lizzie, how you doing? And the baby leaps inside of her, and Mary, through her voice, projects the Holy Spirit, and her sister-in-law or her cousin, relative, whatever it is, Elizabeth, gets filled with the Holy Spirit. Can you imagine walking into McDonald's? How you doing? Filled with the Holy Spirit. God moving. Healing happening. Babies jumping inside the womb. What was impossible all of a sudden becomes possible. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is there. God is working and he said it. And actually, when you look at the word nothing, that word nothing is impossible with God. Actually, one of the root words of nothing is rhema. <laughs> one of the root words is rhema. So when God speaks, the impossible becomes possible. When God speaks, the impossible becomes possible. What is God saying to you? Shawneen, your cancer may be impossible according to man, but with God, it is possible. And Mike and Monique and your mates, your mom, what might be impossible for man looking at a kidney? You speak God's word, it's possible. And Mary said, what you said to me, I believe. And she goes to visit her cousin and she greets her and she hears her greeting and things change. My goodness. I thought I had to touch something. I thought I had to grab it. I thought I had to lay my hands on it. I thought I had to speak some real funny stuff, grab them, shake them, and say, God. No, God moves by the voice that you speak. Things happen. Mary walks in there. The child leaps inside of Elizabeth's womb. Elizabeth gets filled with the Holy Spirit. You have a greater effect than you realize. 
the effect that you have, the environment that you have around you and inside of you is greater than you even realize. It is time for us to take that environment and start invading and taking back those areas that the enemy says are barren and no good. And it's time for us to start seeing those areas and speaking and watching what God will do and seeing life come from a dead situation. I mean, Elizabeth is told she's barren. She's too old. Mary experiences something that's never happened, never has before, and never will again. One time, I've never heard of anybody conceiving other than a man and a woman. And yet, it happened here. God can make something happen that nobody else would ever say could happen. Verse 44, verse 43, Elizabeth's talking, and how has it happened to me that the mother of my Lord would come to me? I mean, she's, you speak words of faith, the people are going to start speaking the same thing. Mary comes in, hasn't seen Elizabeth they don't have Facebook, they don't have Instagram, they don't have Twitter. She doesn't have any telegram going ahead of her. She walks in, greets her, and tells her what's happening. And through the conversation of what's happening, Elizabeth takes that faith and says, how is it that the mother of my Lord, not a Mary, who, who are you going to have a child, you're a virgin. No, she doesn't say that. She speaks the word that Mary spoke. Start speaking the words of faith that people speak. And you start speaking words of faith into people. Do not allow them to say, no, you're barren. Say, I'm not barren, I'm expecting. And Mary walks in and says, I'm going to have a child. But I'm not, even gonna, I'm not even married. And Elizabeth says, well, whatever God says, well, I'm so favored that somebody that God is going to take the Lord's child is here with me. She starts to speak the same way Mary spoke. Don't allow negative talk rental space in your life. Evict it. I get moving so fast my pages start flipping. How has it happened to me that the mother of my Lord would come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby lump leapt in my womb. How was it that just, just the sound of your voice reaching my ear, the baby leaps in my womb? And then look at verse 45. In verse 38, Mary says, be it unto me according to your word. And in 45, Elizabeth says, and blessed is he, she, who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what had been spoken to her by the Lord. We're talking about being filled with the Holy Spirit. We're talking about living a life that is influenced 
but not influenced in a, in a way of like an advertisement, but influenced in the way that my whole life, every decision I make has a filter in front of it called the Holy Spirit. And I filter everything. I talk with the Holy Spirit about every single decision I make. I talk to him. When I go to a meeting, I talk to the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, be with me. My wife and I, we will jump in the vehicle and we will start praying as we go to meetings. So if you ask us for a meeting, you better watch out because we don't just come, we come with the Holy Spirit. Come on. That sounds silly, that sounds funny, but we need to start living and expecting and walking in that way. What used to be barren, they used to say, they in fact not used to, they say, Elizabeth, you're barren. God says, no, what was is no longer is. She is not barren, she's expecting because God got involved. And then God says to Mary, not only that, but you're going to have a child. Two impossible things happening. In today's church, in general, they did a survey. A group, I think it was Barna. I think it was the Barna group. They talked to them about the Holy Spirit. In churches. They're not talking about people in a mall. They, they gone to churches and they interviewed people in churches and asked them questions and 58% of the people in church believe that the Holy Spirit is just a force or some symbol of God. That's in church. Over half the people in church, and I'm talking general, okay, interviewed, over half of them have an expectation of the Holy Spirit that says he's just a symbol of God's power or God's presence. And you wonder why we're under attack. And you wonder why things don't happen. I do not believe that. And we've been preaching and teaching for over 30 years about the power of the Holy Spirit. And I don't want you walking out these doors thinking the Holy Spirit isn't it. He is a person. I don't want you walking out these doors thinking that I can't live a life influenced by the power of the Holy Spirit. I don't want you walking out these doors thinking, well, the Holy Spirit is just some kind of symbol. No, the Holy Spirit is real. He is personal. He is part of the Godhead. He's the one of the three. He's part of the Trinity. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. You see Him in creation. You see Him at the birth of Jesus. If you go to Matthew, you see a similar explanation. And there are impossible situations that we face. And some of those impossible situations are because we have made ourselves barren. And talking about society. We need to change the way we do life. We need to change the way we do life. Church is not an afterthought. 
I will not stand up here and tell you church is an afterthought. Church is where we live out our community relationship with God and we celebrate. And there's an excitement, there's an enthusiasm, there's a power. This morning, the power of God was so thick, I couldn't stand still. That happens to me at home every once in a while. But when I get here, I walk in this building and the presence of God hits me. Why would I want to miss that? Why would I want to wake up in the morning and say, God, I don't need you today. Because all I've got today is just this or that or nothing. Why would I do that? We do that and then all of a sudden we come up to situations that are impossible. And I'm here to tell you to change the way you look at the impossible. And say, with God, all things are possible. With God, all things are possible. And people might say, you're barren. People might say you're too old. People might say you're too young. People might say you're unqualified. People might say you're overqualified. People might say you're too poor. People might say you got too much of this, too little of that. You speak too much. You don't speak enough. You're not tall enough. You're too tall. You're too skinny. You're too large. They might have all these other things that make you look at situations and say it's impossible. I'm here to tell you the Holy Spirit living inside of you will birth something that makes it possible that man says is impossible but with God it is possible I look at all this food and if they could take a happy meal from McDonald's and feed 5,000 what can they do with this come on I want to speak to the shelves of your warehouse and when you touch things, David and Melissa and Lyndon, when you touch things, expect something to multiply. Don't try to figure it out, but bless it. Jesus took that. He didn't say, you've only got what? He took it and he blessed it. So we bless this. I see this feeding triple, quadruple, ten times what you expect. If he could take one Happy Meal that feeds one child and they're still hungry after it and he fed 5,000, well, there's one Happy Meal, two Happy Meals. I mean, there's hundreds of Happy Meals here. We've blessed it. What man says is impossible. What people say, it's only good. This can only go so far. This only can serve so many people. Yeah, right. With man, it's impossible. But with God, the impossible becomes possible. Why? Because God's involved. Not because David's involved not because so-and-so is involved, but because God's involved. So we've been talking all this time the last month about the power of the Holy Spirit. We've been talking about influence of the Holy Spirit. We've been talking about living under His influence. This week, 
I want to challenge you to change the way you speak. I want to challenge the way you speak. Do you speak, I'm not good enough? Do you speak, I'm just a virgin? Do you speak, well, I've never done this? Do you speak, I'm barren and too old? I want to challenge the way you speak and have you say, be it unto me according to your word. Come on. If you don't expect it, it will never happen. Just like it says in Isaiah. And, and, and it says, basically he's saying, if you don't believe, you're going to not get it. He says, if you don't believe, you're not going to last. To me, that's a real simple decision. Like lasting, not lasting. Yeah, I choose this. I want to pray over you. I asked at the beginning, who here has an impossible situation? I'm here to tell you, with God, all things are possible. That's not me that says it. That's the Word of God that says it. I happen to agree with it. I don't care if you're looking at a financial mountain. I don't care if you're looking at a career mountain. I don't care if you're looking at an abilities mountain. I don't care if you're looking at a past due date mountain. It doesn't matter what you're looking at. It matters of what you're speaking. Be it unto me according to your word. And then you start going around to somebody's house, open up their house and greet them and watch what the Holy Spirit can do through your greeting. Can you imagine next week if all of us had one experience this week where the atmosphere changed when we walked into a room. <laughs> Come on. I'm not asking for 10%. I'm asking for all of you. And I want all of you to experience this. I don't want anybody to miss out. Literally, open up a door and greet that opportunity and say, I'm expecting, like Mary was expecting. I'm going to have a child. I'm going to have a career. I'm going to have the finances. I'm going to have the blessing. I'm going to have the anointing. I'm going to have miracles, not because of me, but because of Him. I am going to see, I am going to see cancer flee. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is in me. And I tell you, my atmosphere, my aura, the area, my environment, whatever you want to call it, wherever my breath can hit, is going to be affected because the power of the Holy Spirit resides in, in me and it's His power that is birthing that in me. So be it unto me according to your word. Who here has got an impossible situation? 
Be it unto you according to God's word. Be it unto you according to God's word. Be it unto you according to God's word. If you want it, just put up your hands. I'll give every one of you. I can do this all afternoon. Be it unto you according to his word. Be it unto you, Brandon, according to his word. Be it unto you 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 according to his word. Amen. Let's start saying that. Be it unto you, according to his word. Be it unto you, Pastor Daniel, according to his word. Shawnee, be it unto you, according to his word. Kathy, be it unto you, according to his word. Honey, be it unto you, according to his word. Brendan, be it unto you, according to his word. Colleen, be it unto you, according to his word. Carrie, be it unto you, according to his word. Alicia, be it unto you according to his word. Sean, be it unto you according to his word. Ruth, be it unto you according to his word. Betty, Mama Betty, be it unto you according to his word. Amen. Verna, be it unto you according to your word. His word. Be it unto you according to his word. Be it unto you according to his word. Brandon, be it unto you according to his word. Josh and Elise, be it unto you according to his word. Bradley and Veronica, be it unto you according to his word. We need to start speaking it. We need to speak it. Be it unto you according to his word. Be it unto you according to his word. I'm just speaking his word. I am lining up and I'm agreeing with what the Holy Spirit inside of me. I agree with the word of God that he says those things that are dead are no longer dead, but they are alive. Man, you get home, you might kick the door. Be careful. Just open it gently. And then say, be it unto me according to your word. Hallelujah. Nothing is impossible with God. I don't I believe that. Some of you are still looking at me going, what did he have this morning? I had nothing this morning. I just got the Holy Spirit. Repeat after me. Nothing is impossible with God. Nothing is impossible with God. Now look to somebody around you and tell them nothing is impossible with God. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, I just ask, Like, like you take me over sometimes in crazy ways and you cause me to believe in a way that I've never believed before. But I believe your word. I believe your truth. I believe what you say will happen. And I'm speaking to everyone here that they will walk through doors this week and just the sound of their voice is going to cause somebody to go, whoa! In a good way. I speak it, I declare it, and I'm expecting miracles and situations to shift and to change and people to see things birthed inside of them because of the Holy Spirit living in them. 
Amen. Amen. God bless you. Oh, I see. I didn't see that. Awesome. We had another $460 donated today to the food bank. Awesome. So that brings us very close to $3,000. God bless you. Have a great week. Speak. When you walk through doors, speak and greet. Amen.